Hey, it's Friday, which means it's the People Like You podcast. My name is Emmanuel Osasiri, your online personal trainer and wellness coach. And today I met with a very special guest, Mr. Chris Spiller. So me and Chris have known each other um, for a while now. We met through uh, mutual friends and he's somebody that's very active right now. Uh, does jujitsu, very athletic, used to break dance, all sorts of stuff. So he's been an athlete his whole life. But currently right now, he's on a regular workout routine that we just briefly finished talking about. And so we're going to kind of go through his journey and see where he started from and how he got to the point where he's at right now. So go ahead, Chris, and tell us a little bit about yourself. And Hey, how you doing? <laughs> My name is Chris, but they call me Spillipi. <laughs> I'm originally from uh, Oxnard, California, but I live up here in Bakersfield, California, y'all. Yeah, it's all good living the life loving it thanking and praising god while i'm doing it you know there you go so how how long have you been working out for can't really put a time on it because i'm gonna say it starts from like when i was real real young you know just being around my uncles and stuff like that uncles were ball players baseball football a couple track basketball you know and it was always like man i wanted to be big and strong like them and you know they just I would, you know, like you said, you always want to be like the people you hang around. Right. So right. it was like, you know, if I saw them doing push-ups, pull-ups, and lifting some kind of weight or something like that, you know, I wanted to get out there with them. Right. So it was like, yeah, I couldn't do what they were doing. So they would, okay, do this, do this, and I would just keep doing it. Yeah, they had to show me that tough love, like, get out of here. But, you know, I just kept coming back. So they Young seen, buck. You know, they just seen I was interested. So, <laughs> so, so, um, so a product of your environment then. And yeah. um, did you, once you got older and branched off by yourself, did you find it as something that you had your own motivation to do on your own? Or how did that work when uh, you got older? I'm going to honestly say, like, yeah, it came from them. And... You know, there was other things that, like, just I just saw, like, of the world that just was like, I don't want to be like that. Um, you know, you look around and, you know, nothing towards anybody, but it's just like, you know, I, I, I always look to promote, like, a better myself. So it's like, you know, and it rubs off on people. Right. So it's like, you know, you go around and you see, like, the, the people who are, you know, overweight or uh, obese, right. shall I say. Um and you're like, you know, I don't want to be like that because I don't want to slow myself down. It's nothing towards them. Right. But it was just like, you know, I use that to motivate me. Right. So you're active. Um, you, you're, you're in a relationship. Um, you have a whole bunch of things going on. You teach. You work hours and everything. How has your regular workout routine kind of developed into how it impacts other areas of your life does it give you more energy um has it given you a new mindset work ethic help you with your regimen and routine um i'm gonna have to say like we can take this to starting with like jujitsu right yeah you know I, i've been you know play sports and everything like that and you know working out but i feel like when i really got into it as far as like being focused, you know, not having to have that gym partner. Like I can go in right. and get it done by myself, right. you know. Right. I take I started from jujitsu because it was like in the beginning it was jujitsu. Like everybody learns and everything like that. But then it's like when you start living it, it's like everything, you know, is around it. Right. Like you you learn it. You learn something. You get better at it. You study it more. 
and you start to find what works for you you know so it's like i took that i take that and it's like and everything i do is that's that's what it is you know it's right. like it's how they say you know a way of life it's like when you really passionately love something it becomes like how you live you right. know right so uh from you know the eating to the you know the family to the you know working out to the job you know and then just other activities that you want to do it's just it you find yourself like going through that you know it's like, it's a mindset you know yeah. uh you, you find what interests you and you find a love for it and you you know you figure out how to be better every day right you right. know so yeah and to touch on that i know i've heard stories of a lot of people that have gotten into jujitsu and maybe went in with anger issues or abandonment all sorts of like internal intrinsic struggles and everything and what i've noticed with a lot of these people that go into that field is that you know they go in rough and rugged but then it kind of like it's kind of like how you just kind of sand something that's sharp down it kind of sands you and smooths you out gradually along the way and i know that you're a process-minded person you know you're a I believe you're a brown belt now, but, you yeah. know, whenever I ask you, yo, when are you going to have the ceremony for the black belt? You always tell me, you know, it's not about that. You know, you're very process minded. So what are some other areas or let me say it this way, how how you seen some changes from when you first started off with jujitsu to now just personally? Personally, um, I take this as it's like every time I advance in a belt, that's a new chapter of my life. Right. Um, when it started out in a rough, in a, as a white belt, excuse me, uh, it's just like you said, I came in, I was rough around the edges, you know, I had, you know, this, this, you know, going against me and, um, I guess you can say in some form or another, I was weak, uh, I was insecure. So, uh, you know, I was just like, you know, there was always an excuse in the beginning, right? Um, there was always something easily to anger me in the beginning, like, um, I was in fear of defeat, you know, um, you get on the mat and you see everybody, you see all the more experienced peoples. And it's like, you know how they always say, it's like, nobody wants to start from the beginning. Right. So there's that fear. It's like, you come from this background, that background, you may be like, you know, high, high caliber person, right? A superstar athlete in this category, right? then starting something new you hesitate to do it because you're like man i'm a superstar over here why i need to go over here for it so not saying like i was a superstar but it's like you know i guess you could say and i was i was a known feature and other things right so it's like coming over here it's like i just uh, you know it's kind of like pride thing so it's like you know i get in there you know it's like a little pride issue and then coach pulled me to the side one day because, you know, in that pride issue and plus other things I was battling at the time, you know, I was like, he was like, where you been? I had things I had to take care of. And, you know, I had this, that, and the other, which ultimately, if you think about it, it was an excuse. Right. So he told me, he says, here I am. I'm seeing a guy who had in my eyes at the time to the narrow minded side of me, uh, a guy who had everything you know he had this he had that he had a family he had a school a jiu-jitsu school you know he had people looking up to him he straight up told me he says i have more problems than you could ever have and i'm looking at him scratching my head like man what you talking about that's not true you know i didn't say that to him but right. i'm like just listening and I'm like man what are you talking about right and he says uh 
I wouldn't wish my life upon you. He's all, but I'm going to tell you something that you can take with you. And it stick with me till this day. Says, uh, getting here every day. Uh, seek to be better every time you step on this mat. He's all, because the better you are on this mat, the better you are when you walk out these doors. Hmm. He says, if you go at, uh, go at everything in life, what he means when he says outside these doors, like you do on the mat. Like, okay, when you first get in there, you're going to get armbarred, like, I don't know how many times. Right. You know, there's people who've been there grinding a little bit longer than you. Yeah, you may feel like you're big and bad, strong. There's a thing. Excuse me for a second. It's, there's a thing. You go in there, say you like 200 pounds, you're heavyweight, right? You see this like 135-pound dude. Yeah, I'm going and I'm going to crush this dude, right? right? Let alone, don't let it be a kid because that's going to make you feel even worse, right? Right, right, right. Go up in there, you're like, oh, I'm bigger, I'm stronger. Yeah, I lift weights and blah, blah, blah. You get in there, and this little person just ties you up like you tie your shoes every day. Lace you up, and you ain't coming loose. Double knot and everything, Super right? humbling, You yeah, got, yeah. oh, no, it's more than humbling. <laughs> like, if, like, if honestly, it's like if you was in a room by yourself, you'd probably cry because your pride was just yeah, crushed, right? Yeah. So then you go, you get in there, and you're like, nah, that didn't happen. Let me go at it again. I'm going to get it. Give me him again. You go and you get them again, and it happens worse. Because what happened? You try harder. Right. He puts a little bit more effort than he put. He was being nice to you the first time. Yeah. Then you want to get strong, and it gets stronger back. Right. You know, and going back into the story, it's just like, you know how they say it's like, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Right. That's what Absolutely. happens. Right? Absolutely, yeah. So... You know, with that, back to the story of Coach Tommy Little, by the way, South Valley Jiu-Jitsu. There you go. Shout out. I ain't trying to get choked. There you go. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah um, he just told me, like, you know, you get in here and you get better every day, right? And it prepares you for what you face when you go outside, whether it's a bill, whether it's people, negative energy, insecurity, you know. Uh, lack of confidence, you know, and you know everybody wants to take that big jump. Now nah, you just take it a step at a time. You go in there the first couple times, you get armbarred like ten times. Every time you come back, it lessens because you learn. Yeah, you get bit, you get, you know, you get in that, you get in that trap. I ain't gonna put my arm there again. So you go back and you're like, oh, I was here before. Well, let me turn this way. It still happens, but every time you go at it. It just gets less and less and less until that time it happens naturally to where it's not there. Right. Take that outside. Everybody gets takes a rise. Everybody takes a fall. Right. First time, you, first couple times you take a fall, you don't know what to do. But then you, like you said, you get help, develop new skills, and you just keep going about it. And it's so like every, and then next thing you know, when you take that fall, the fall's not as hard, even though it seems like that to other people right. because it's like you just prepare yourself. Right. Right. You know. That's a good point. So, um, yeah, to touch on that, I think people get into jujitsu, people get into working out, people get into these disciplines because they're all disciplines, right? Yeah. They get into it for different reasons. But I think one of the most powerful reasons to get into a discipline is when you're rugged and you just, you just need, and sometimes you may not even notice that you need like a little bit of honing in and learning how to take that step-to-step process that you were talking about. So I think that's definitely one of the most powerful ways as far as doing something that you can, 
that's practical, but that you can also take outdoors and, and apply to everyday life. So um, with that being said, uh, I'll segue kind of into nutrition and we can kind of stay on the uh, jujitsu topic. Yeah, but um, with jujitsu, I know that you it, it's high energy. You're rolling around, you're sweating. I've done it myself. You need to eat a certain way, right? Um, not necessarily true. It's just like everything. I mean, like I said, every kind of workout, every kind of sport go hand in hand. Every kind of art, martial art, however you want to call it, goes hand in hand. It's, it's, at the end of the day, it's all about how you feel. Like, no, I'm going to say the only thing that's different that you really got to pay more attention to in heavy detail about how you eat is when you're bodybuilding. Not necessarily powerlifting, bodybuilding, right? 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 Because it's like you want to uh, structure the skull, right. the, the, the skull, the, the body a different way, right? Yeah, right. So it's just like when you're going through the jiu-jitsu, it's more about, okay, I feel this way when I eat these things. Right. I got high energy when I eat these things. I feel sluggish when I eat these things, right? You take that to basketball, football, whatever, whatever, right? The, those things that make you feel good, that's what you're going to use, right. you know? That's that's one of the, that's how I like really base it on. So your nutrition was pretty much the same across the board, whether it was bodybuilding, um, uh, uh jujitsu dancing it was just yeah um same same difference it's like yeah as far as the nutrition wise yeah but your how much your amounts that's what makes a difference uh you know on dancing say dancing basketball depending on what weight bracket you want to be in jujitsu is going to be a plus or minus in eating right a little bit more clean a little bit more you know because you eat these you're going to be a little less agile but you're going to have the weight you want, right? Uh, basketball, track, breakdance and stuff like that. Breakdance, you kind of really don't pay attention to it. It's just like you just get in there and practice, practice, practice. Right, you know? right. And uh, it's, that's more like, you know, gymnastics. You just learn your body. Right, right. You know? So it's just like, like I said, it, what, what, take it to a car, automobile, motorcycle, however you want to use it. What kind of gas are you going to put in there when you want high performance? You're going to put 87, 89, or 91. Right. You know what I mean? You want to get a little bit more advanced. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm already putting this 91 in here, but I want a little bit more. Right. That's when you get in get into the vitamins and, you know, right. you know, uh, and, you know, the pro, uh, pre-workouts and, and proteins and stuff like that because, you know, you want, you want that high power, you right. know, for your automobile. Right. So that's a great analogy, by the way. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to, um, staying on that, um, did you kind of figure out the sort of like nutrition from activity to activity with trial and error where you're already reversed in it? Did you go to school for it? How did you kind of figure out what works for you in each discipline? Um, in the beginning, it was trial and error. Okay. You know, um, I just tried things, you know, hung around people, you know, saw what they were doing, okay. asked them a little bit of questions here and there. And, you know, it worked. But... When I started to grow was when I went over to a very good friend of mine. Actually, it's like my nutrition coach is uh, Steve Southers at uh, Sportlander uh, West. Mm-hmm. You know, he broke everything down to a science for me. And that was when I got into, like, I guess you could say the more physique category in bodybuilding. Um, he let me see some things that I haven't seen. Like, you know, I've been to the bigger stocky side, right. 
but I've never, and then, you know, I've been, of course, from the track and stuff like that, I've been smaller and right, cut, right. but I've never been both at the same time. Right. And, but that wasn't until I got with him, you know, he structured me to a, a program. It was <laughs> rough, <laughs> rough. I tell you that, um, it pushed me to my limits too. Um, you know, gave me a program, and then he again. He just another person who helped me just uh, find myself, right. find find a new chapter. Right. And uh, went through it. You know, got those the right nutrition and and put in the hard work. Yeah. Right. There's not like you can eat everything right, good. You know, do all take all the right steps, but as, if you're not putting in that work and dedication, right, ain't none of that gonna work. You're you're, you're one of the as I'm. As we're talking right now, I'm learning something about you that you're one of those people that seems to have had a lot of mental uh, mentor uh, influences on you oh, yeah. in your life. And I want you to kind of share, if you could, um, the importance of that for somebody particularly that doesn't know where to start. Because I, I centered this, my whole brand, Daily Fit Boost, is all centered for people who want to live a healthy lifestyle along their exercise journey, but just don't know where to start or have the exercise tools. So can you kind of share about how the importance of mentorship can help somebody get started where they don't know where to go? Um, in the beginning, it probably, it's probably going to be hard to have, I guess you can say a mentor, right? That, that pride issue, you know, that's where it all, everything starts at. It's like when you first go into something, you always go into something with too much pride. So it's like, first things first, Get in the gym. Start going. Because in the beginning and the end, it's all about you. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Right. You're always going to have a supporting cast. Right. Whether you know them or not. Your supporting cast is just the people you go to with the gym. Like, the other people who are on the same grind as you, you guys may not talk about it. But, like, you're going to go in there, get in the gym, you know, after a while you figure out. You see the same people in there every day. Then what happens? You know, you start developing friendships. Right. And then your friends start holding you accountable. And, you know, you get that little, hey, where you been? Right. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, man. Like, you going to tell them the truth? Or are you going to tell them, like, you got something going on? Or, or are you going to make up something? Right? Yeah. Oh, no, I've been, you know, working. You've been at home sitting on the couch. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because if that grinds in you, you gonna, where are you going to be at? You're going to be where you're supposed to be in the gym. And you're doing it for you. So then it's like, you know, you develop those friendships and you get to talking to people. And then you find somebody who's been there a little bit longer. Then it's, you know, hey, man, um, you know, what you what you doing for this and what you doing for that? You know, you guys start exchanging information. And then a couple times or two, you guys start working out. Then you guys, you know, like I said, you guys get familiar with each other and you guys open up a little bit more to each other. Yeah. And it's like, then it just, the list goes on from there. Yeah. So it's like, that those people you you're drawn to, um, you know, if it if it's a good thing, stay with it, right. you know, because it's like the, the good people ain't gonna just let you go. Right, you right. It, it, you know, I love that. I love the way you put that because it's almost like it's almost like you you walk into these accountability partners and and people that um, that you mentor. Like for me, it was the same exact thing. I had to start off. You know, I just knew how, when I first started off at the gym, I just knew how to do bicep curls. So that was my go-to. I'll go do a whole bunch of bicep curls and now I'll leave because that's all I knew how to do. But like you said, I would keep going more and more. And then I learned how to do two exercises. And then I met somebody, Those that thing that you said about familiar faces right now, absolutely. You start talking with people. Hey, try this exercise. Okay. And then now I know a whole bunch of people at my regular gym and, you know, I'm able to bounce ideas off of people and also learn from them as well, too. 
and it just kind of happens organically like mm-hmm. that which is um man i'm glad the way you i like the way you put that um so right now um what's your current routine what's your current diet i know we touched on it a little bit before we started um current diet can't really say i have like a strict program right no it's like i know it eats i know it what things i should eat what things i shouldn't eat but then at the same time i want to enjoy life because i like food right <laughs> like I, I love food me you too know? me too Absolutely. um yeah i want to eat those foods we ain't supposed to have but who says we aren't supposed to have them you right. just can't have them that much you can't have them all the time right like i want a burger i want some pizza i want a donut had two today i'm gonna go work them <laughs> off later right, you know? right, 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 um, right. but <laughs> it's just you know you put in that work and then it's like one thing that i that i've always learned and and learned from you know as you say my mentors treat yourself you know go hard go hard for the week you know go hard for two weeks you know starting out it's gonna be like oh man i went hard in the gym yesterday so i can eat something today no set a set a set a far-fetched goal like like man i can't reach that but i'm gonna go for it right you're gonna bump your head on the way a couple times um be like if i can go for a week to two weeks um, after two weeks, I can have that meal I wanted. Right. Right? Oh, man, I did that. No problem. Okay, well, let me go three weeks. Three weeks, I get that meal. You know, and it goes goes on from there. And then, you know, you can get into the thing once you start learning yourself, mm-hmm. learning how your body operates. You mm-hmm. can go, um, every three days I can have this. Right. Every this I can have that. Because you know it's going to put something back into you and then you don't have to worry about that that plateau thing so much. trial and error for yeah. sure that's definitely been my uh how i got to my current i don't call it a diet just an eating routine and i switch it up all the time uh for a period and i might still be here at this place um i i got to the point where i was like well one of my motivations for working out is to be able to eat you know what I mean? yeah no no <laughs> it I turns into a motivation because yeah. i love to eat as well and i'm never going to teach like you know eating like a rabbit like lettuce and celery every single day and not enjoying life so finding that balance like you said finding like that place where you kind of like your plateau your you know you start to learn your body with trial and error yeah um absolutely all right so to wrap up um we got a couple more minutes left i want you to uh leave uh a tip with with our listeners, um, something that's that you've learned along your exercise journey, something that's helped you to get to the place where you're currently at, something foundational that's been pivotal for you. Uh, I'll just go ahead and leave you guys with this. It's uh, one thing that I've carried on with uh, me and circle of my friends is, uh, you know, for for me, it's a uh, sky gent, sky high gentleman. Right. Um, and we live by a thing of uh, self-motivation leads to global inspiration. So it's uh, the more you're self-motivated, like you said, that circle of people you're around, they get inspired. And it's like, and it just keeps branching out and branching out. So it's like, you know, you want to touch the world. It's like motivate yourself because, you know, it's like that old saying, it's like God gave you a light. So what you're going to do, you're going to dim it or you're going to shine. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like you got to shine bright. Three sixty-five, no matter how hard it is. Three sixty-five. Love that. Yep. Love that sky high gent shout out. So I like to end each interview with some fun, quirky, random questions. Ah. 
And uh, this is a rapid, quick fire, so go with your instinct. Okay, here we go. If you can be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? A gorilla. Oh, duh, I should have switched out. <laughs> <laughs> tell, us why, tell, tell us why you like the gorilla so much. Go because ahead. Because he's, he's just so calm. He's so chill. But it's like if you rattle the cage, then you're going to see a different type of person. I love that. You know what? Gorillas are highly underrated. It's because they're so tranquil. They're kind of like elephants where they just... You know you know a crazy fact? Go ahead. You know they're vegetarians. I, you know, I found out about like two or three years ago. You would think they eat meat and blah, 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 because yeah. they're like 500 pounds right. of like solid muscle, no fat. Right. No, these fools are vegetarians. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to be like that, but I don't, I'm, I'm halfway. How about I'm a gorilla lion? <laughs> There you go, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, that's, my, that's my animal. I'm a lion for sure. Hey, but, um, you know, to touch on that, it's crazy because me and Clarissa, we watch these, uh, watch the Netflix um, Planet Earth sort of things. All and we, uh, all and we, we always see, like, the lions, like, the carnivores that have to eat meat to survive. And the, some, some of the polar bear ones are super depressing because yeah. sometimes they can't they find their meat. But yeah. you see these gorillas and there's, like, there's always food to yeah. eat because they eat plants. But that's, that's what I'm getting. It's like, boom, they... Right. Yeah, no, they're just chill. They always chill like, oh, I get a banana today. Oh, yeah. that's my tree. Oh, <laughs> I don't have to hunt it. I, I'm going to go back. Oh, yeah, and what, you always see them around trees and stuff. Word. So they're like, oh, yeah. Chilling in the shade. You ever notice they're sitting there watching the other animals go and prey off each other? They're just sitting back. They're right. Like, y'all working hard for y'all. Food. I'm just sitting here getting muscled up. Word. You know? No problems in the world. Okay, so football or basketball? Basketball, because I played it. There you go. Would you rather fly or be invisible? Fly. Fly. Name one famous person, dead or alive, you'd love to have dinner with. Jane Brown. That's a good one. I'll be turned up. It's a man world. Nah, it's just because he he spoke so you yeah. know, out there. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know what? Cause just soul. Yeah. The godfather of soul. Yeah. You know, that's just something right there. I wonder I wonder what a dinner with Rick James would be like. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> that just came to me. James. That just came to me random. That James Brown, Rick James energy. Um, okay, so dinner or breakfast? Breakfast. Summer or winter? Snowboarding. Winter. Yeah, I'm a winter guy too. Three items you can't live without. Bible. Word. Clothes. And the third is unknown. And the third is unknown. I guess I'm gonna say my gee. There you go. Why not? Why not? That falls under clothes, but I'm sure you got. No, it doesn't. Sure, that's I, not clothes. <laughs> that's not clothes. Those things that's, are that's, hot, man. That's, huh? Those things are hot, dude. No, it's not hot, man. The first time I put a gi on, I was like, man. You know why? What? It was too much to take, like internally for you. It wasn't because it was too hot. It was all mental. No, you know what it is. When you first put it on, you were just nervous. I wasn't. I don't remember being. I just remember being. You may hot. not. No, no. I'm telling you, were nervous. Else. Look, I, you, you ever notice when you're nervous, your body temperatures just kick when up. When I'm hot, I'm hot. Yeah, bro. You, you was just nervous. <laughs> you're like, man, what's about to happen? That's, whatever. That's debatable. All right, last <laughs> one. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Heal the world. Heal the world. That's a good one, man. It's such a positive influence. Uh, it's so positive. It took a while. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly the journey. Jujitsu will definitely change you from the inside out. It's the, the way of life. One of the key, absolutely one of the key messages takes away. Well, thank you, um, Mr. Chris Spiller, for hey. coming to bless us with your story Keep and. It um, <laughs>
This is um, this is uh, been a blessing because I like to bring different people on. Obviously, everybody has a different story. So you touched on the jujitsu aspect. For so for anybody who's who's done jujitsu or thinking about doing jujitsu, hopefully this helps you all out there to um, try it out and can see say, what can and I see what happens. Thing? Absolutely, go ahead. For anybody doing anything, don't look at. Yeah, you got to see people who are doing it because that's where you're going to find your motivation and inspiration from. But when you go at something, don't go at something like trying to be that person, trying to be better than that person. No, be better than yourself. Word. Because that's going to last longer. Word. Because if you're trying to go out there and you go in and compete with this person, that person, that person, guess what happens? As soon as you get beat by them, you lose all motivation. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If uh, you, got, you can't. You, if you beat yourself, you'd be like, nah, that ain't going to happen. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do better. Right. You know? Right. So it's just like, uh, be a better you every day. Yeah. That, that should be your focus in anything you do, whether it's jujitsu, walking, talking, jumping, flying, whatever. Right. That's, that should be like your daily motivation. Right. That's how you keep your seat list. There you go. Well, thank you, Mr. Spiller. I'm hoping to have you on sometime down the line, maybe a year or two from now to see I, where you're at. Hey, and thank you for having me. You know? And uh, let's do this again sometime. Yeah. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed today's guest, Mr. Chris Spiller. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Friday for another episode of People Like You. And let's do this again sometime.